In his speech, Romney quoted General George Marshall saying the only way human beings can win a war is to prevent it. But it was Dwight Eisenhower who really mastered the art of prevention. Eisenhower was president from 1952 to 1961. In the popular imagination, at least the popular white imagination, it was an idyllic period in America, a mostly peaceful interlude between the Korean and Vietnam Wars. In his new biography of Eisenhower, author Evan Thomas argues that if the 1950s were peaceful, it was because of Eisenhower's cunning. Ike combined the skills of a brilliant military strategist with a savvy card player. The book is called Ike's Bluff. Ike's central insight was that uh, small wars lead to big wars. It may sound obvious, but the, the, the fad of the day was this idea of limited war and that you could fight these brush fire wars. And that most of the intellectuals, Henry Kissinger and so forth, believe that. Ike did not. Ike was a warrior who'd seen a lot of war, and he knew from his own experience in reading Clausewitz uh, on war that uh, wars are mutating monsters. They can get out of control. So Ike's bluff was to threaten the ultimate war in order to avoid fighting any war, because he feared that once we started fighting a small war, it would spiral into a big one. So Mm. the bluff was to threaten to go all the way. Give us an example of, of, of how Eisenhower takes, you know, the, the, the poker face and works it into uh, his military strategy. Well, Eisenhower had frequent uh, crises uh, with communist bloc countries. And in Berlin in 1958, uh, 59, uh, the Khrushchev, the Soviet leader, has said the West has got to be out of Berlin in six months. Ultimatum. Now, this is a huge crisis for the West. And most people want to rush troops uh, to be able to fight some kind of conventional war against the Russians, Eisenhower cuts our troop strength because he wants to make it clear, and he says this in the National Security Council, we're not going to gradually put, you know, start with the white chips and get to the blue chips, blue chips being nuclear weapons. Mm. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. That's the only strategy I have. And, in fact, the Russians backed off. Did, did Eisenhower play poker? Was he a, a, a good yeah. card player? Eisenhower was a great – he was so good. That he had to quit because he was taking too much money away from his fellow officers uh, and it was hurting his career. He switched to bridge. <laughs> now, uh, Evan, you recount this chilling story which happened after uh, Eisenhower left office about uh, what one of uh, Kennedy's informal advisors, Dean Acheson, told uh, JFK uh, about what he should uh, consider for when he might use the bomb. And he says, you know, you need to give that question the most careful and private consideration well before the time when the choice might present itself. Reach your conclusion. And then, uh, this is the really eerie part, tell no one about it at all, what your conclusion is. I mean, such a heavy piece of advice. D- did Ike have kind of similar secrets bottled up inside? Yes. I mean, that that I was reading George Bundy's book when I saw that, and it just popped out at me because that is the story of Eisenhower. You know, talk about the loneliness of command. Uh, Eisenhower never told anyone whether he was willing to use nuclear bombs. And this is really the advice that Atchison was giving Kennedy. The ultimate responsibility for the chief executive in this age is that you can't tell anybody because if you do, then you lose the deterrent effect. If you start talking about when you'd actually use these things, the deterrent effect is gone. Uh, So Ike had to hold it this terrible knowledge to himself, never told anybody whether he would or would not have used these weapons. His aides speculated that he wouldn't have, but he never said. 
he was dealing with this new nuclear reality, as you point out, Evan, a, a reordered world. Do, do you see any resonance with what President Obama and his successors may be facing with with a nuclear Iran or other countries acquiring the bomb? Well, it's it's you know it's like all over again because we're going to have to figure out whether to to go go for it or not. Uh, there's a terrible decision facing Obama. He has said we're not going to contain Iran. That's he. That's what he said. So that means. If Iran gets the bomb, we're going to have to take it out. I think Ike, if he was alive, would have been furiously doing covert action, mm. as we are actually, as the Israelis are, Stutznik and these you know computer viruses or bugs, right. and trying to kill Iranian scientists. I think that, I think under Eisenhower, the, the CIA would be all over Iran. Ultimately, though, I think if Eisenhower felt that Iran had the bomb. He would not want the Israelis to do it because not because of some some diplomatic reason, but because the Israelis are not that capable of it. They don't have bunker busters. They don't have the bombs you really need to get it done. They can't refuel. They can't have waves of aircraft. I think if Eisenhower would go for it, Eisenhower was an all or nothing guy. And I think that if he thought the Iranians had a bomb, he would seriously consider using U.S. force to take it out. Back to that black ops secret that the president keeps to uh, himself, uh, as Eisenhower did, as Kennedy did. Um, is that still how it works at the White House? Does anyone in the White House today know what uh, Obama is thinking about the bomb? I don't think it's the same because you don't have the same nuclear standoff with the Soviet Union. Uh, I, and I think, I hope uh, Obama really talks out these difficult decisions about Iran. I mean, you know, I was reading Michael Lewis had a had a piece about Obama and Vanity Fair, and it sounded like Obama was a fairly Socratic questioner of his own age. You know, he wanted to have intense internal debate. I hope so. I hope he's not just holding it for himself. Evan Thomas, the author of Ike's Bluff, just out. Thank you very much for speaking with us. Yeah, thank you. This was great. We have more great material on Ike's Bluff, including a blog post and a largely forgotten Eisenhower speech where he proposed abandoning the nuclear arms race altogether. They're at theworld.org.